great. Are you ready, Proud? Yeah. Let's Are you hydrated? It. I'm hydrated. Right, I need to hydrate. Oh my god. I'm gonna run out of hard drive space. You keep going like this. I only have 500 gigs. <sighs> Delicious. Sorry, I don't respond to hydration hate. We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yod Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, RX Cowbell, Modster, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Titus and Dormadon, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Zach, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and new patron Matthew Evans. We Like Dota, episode 368, starts now. Cool. You're not supposed to talk yet. I Why? haven't introduced you yet. Well, that's your fault. There's two of us. This is going to be tough if I'm not talking. Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 368. I'm Arian. I have the pleasure of being your host on this quite late evening. And I'm joined by a legend of Dota 2, guest that some people might know, and self-described expert podcaster, which we will put to the test uh, on this beautiful evening. I'm joined by Proud. Hey, what's up, man? Is, is that enough of an intro? Am I allowed to talk now? Yes, you're allowed to talk now. Oh, this is great. Okay. All right. Hi, Pro. What's next? Hey, How are you doing? What's... I'm doing great. I love this game, Dota 2. Did you know that Dota 2 is... Okay, so I know you had a whole plan. I don't care that much. So Dota 2, there's video games, and then there's 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 Dota 2. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I stopped Not playing really. Dota 2 for about eight months. I would like to you to what? elaborate on that a bit more. Okay, so every game is boring. All of them. That's I've played debatable. them. Have you played a game like you're you're bored with Total Warhammer at least, right? Because you yes, played it already. True. Yeah, I've you, played it. What, what else is there to do? I've played all of them. Mm, I played, played every game. They're boring now. Dota Two is not. But this is the only game that you can play, and you're like Jesus Christ, just fuck. Like you're in a a jet plane the whole time. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very. Stressful. And I hate it. It's the hardest game, and it makes you miserable. But there's just nothing else. There just isn't. Mm, that's a bleak way of looking at it, but I do understand your sentiment. Do you, do you, like you do right like there's just there's nothing like this there just isn't like the, okay here's 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 my position on Dota the only th thing that humanity has made that is worthwhile outside of our own existence is Dota two everything else is like oh a very cool piece of art like if you're interested in human beings but Dota two it's just perfect like in a platonic sense like it's just there floating in space as perfection okay yes are we on the same page here not really but keep talking. Okay, so it's everything that is wrong with Dota 2 is like because it's difficult for humans to do. Like, I can't show my mom this and tell her, yeah, eat, uh, use the tango to eat a tree. Mm. Like, that's not a thing that works for a person. It's like, I'm sure there's a thousand YouTube videos that are going to tell you, that's terrible game design, like stupid whatever. But it's um, it's amazing fucking gameplay. It's just mm. excellent that like when I'm moving, when I'm running away from someone, I can burn like two tangos and be inefficient but save my life. Like that's crazy. You're not gonna find like oh yeah, your potion is also sometimes an escape route. Like that's just not a thing that makes sense to anyone besides Dota two. And it's like that sort of stuff is like in it's not compatible with people in the way we think. 
but it is absolutely so compatible with making every, just the perfect game. You're saying that every perceived flaw in the game is an actuality, uh, actual flaw in ourselves. For the most part, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good. Dota's pretty, Dota's pretty, I mean, like, and then there is a large part of design of stuff where it's like, yeah, you're, you have, humans are playing it, so if you don't make it in a way that a human can play, that's bad. The issue is that most of us have been playing so long that we're barely human when it comes to Dota, at least. Yeah. And we're just these weird Dota people who are just like, of course the tango eats the tree. What are you, stupid? True. But that, yeah, anyway. Case I, I tried in point, to, er, robots, uh, they do play Dota better than humans. The most advanced they do. robots are better right. than the like, best humans. That's why they're the this is the best game to train AI on because it's like they're just gonna do weird stuff. It's gonna mm. be weird. Good point. All right. Uh, that was a lot, but this actually yeah also transitions us perfectly in the first actual segment here. Uh, okay. It's called Dota Feelings Crowd. Dota Feelings. I gotta take my uh, headphones off real quick. Why? You know what? That's a great question. Never mind. I just took my sweatshirt over my head, and it's just like stuck, hanging on my wire now. But it's fine. I can just, I can just. No, have no, my that sounds unsafe. It's like gonna rip the cord, and I'm gonna <sighs> have to edit. Okay, all right. Do it properly. Do it properly. All right, we're all set. Se- oh, we're all set. Uh, seg- segment two. What's what's the plan? Welcome, proud to Dola. Welcome. So the plan is first. I have to introduce the segment. Okay. Welcome, proud. To the next Getting segment ready. here, Dota Feelings, uh-huh. where uh-huh. I ask you the question, Proud, uh-huh. how uh-huh. was your week in Dota? And My how week did it. Dota. You're not supposed. I get very mad when people interrupt me during this, so please don't interrupt me. How okay. was your week in Dota? And how did it make you feel? All right, now you can talk about your week in Dota. Okay, thank- I'm glad you let me know because I was just going to leave you. Uh, okay, well, hmm. So I've played, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six games. And those are the only games I've played. For like an eight-month break. Actually, I'm um, sorry for... What? You should talk about your new PC first. You need to give a, a bit of context on why you're back to Dota. And be, maybe even why you left in the first place. Well, I really didn't like the game because I didn't have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was miserable. And that made everything even worse. But I've hit such a low that I've realized that you know what? Well, you're going to be miserable either way. You might as well be playing Dota while you're miserable. That's and very said, that bleak. Makes, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to be phrasing it that way. Very smart. Is that the actual um, reason why you're back? It's a big part of it. All um, right. But anyway, I also, when I was you know quitting, part of why I was so miserable playing was my computer sucked. And I also lived next to the fridge. And recording a podcast when you're next to the fridge sucks, especially when you're the guy editing it. So True. everything I was I feel like, the editor's pain. It's the worst. Just miserable. Um, and also, I didn't like the game. I don't know. I hadn't really changed in a while. It's the kind of thing where, like, I was interested in trying a new build. And then once it worked, I was like, well, that's... All right, I figured it out. What, what am I going to play it? For what? Gaining MMR like an idiot? No, yeah. I don't care. MMR is a weak, weak motivator for me these days. Yeah, especially if you've peaked a lot higher than, like, you are at the moment, where you're like, oh, yeah, I've been, like, you know, like, 5.4K, and then you're at, like, 49, you're like, why do I care about this game? It's not going to push me to a new point. Like, I'm not trying to get immortal, so what am I doing? But now I'm just playing for the fun of it. 
Yes. You know what? Actually, one of the main reasons I got back into it was watching TI and seeing that little idiot playing offlane, three heroes and winning TI, this little team spirit, little engine that could. You give a boy three heroes that he's good at, he wins a TI. And I was True. like, why, why, why are we trying to play every carry in the pool when we could just play three heroes, period, and be amazing at them? That's kind of funny that a seasoned Dota veteran like you uh, could get suckered in through TI again. I guess the magic really is there. It absolutely is. I mean, Team Spirit was just excellent to watch. But really, like, just the fact that, like, a guy playing three heroes just completely destroys anyone's ability to draft is so interesting to me. I mean, like, the reason that TI, or that EG won TI originally was that, that like, fucking PPD's little brother taught AUI how to play techies. Oh, my you know, God, tournaments... dude. It's crazy that you're bringing this up. All right, sorry, keep talking. Well, it's just how many tournaments were turned by just like, oh, yeah, this one guy, uh, he taught me how to play Brood. Yeah, he's never played a pro Dota match in his life, but uh, he taught me how to play Brood for two hours, and now I won a major. Mm. Like, that, we fundamentally don't understand Dota if we're paying these people all this money to be, like, coaches and to learn how to be the best or whatever. And then it's like, you know, if you just spent, like, a month learning Meepo, you would be the most sought-after player in the world, right? Yes. I mean, not so much because Meepo's a little not great Sorry right now, to but, backtrack, you know. but please... Uh... Uh, finish saying what you were saying about EG at TI5 because Jim there's nothing he likes to bring up more than the EG TI5 thing he will cry yeah, if you break this up he loves it, he loves it, it's his favorite thing in the world oh yeah, I mean, the, I mean like, a AUI is in that like at that period of time was the only reason that they won for the most mm -hmm. part is because he's the kind of motherfucker who you say, Hey, this hero is really dumb. Do you want to learn how to win in a really dumb way? And he'd be like, absolutely. Are you, this is Dota 2. Yes. If I'm not winning in a so, dumb way. I'm not playing Dota 2. He knew how to play techies. So everybody had to ban it against them. So where they were able to play Leshrac, which was very broken at the time. And to make matters worse, C-Deck didn't know how to play Lesh. It was the best hero of the patch. They're like, true. why would I bother learning this hero if it's just going to get banned? And then EG was like, no, the best hero is Techies. You have to play Lesh now. And they would, if they drafted it, they lost because they didn't know how to play it. Why would they bother to learn? And if they didn't, EG got it and they got it because of course they know how to play it. It's the best hero in the patch. What are you, stupid? True, true. All right, Jim's very happy now. Thank you for bringing that up, Proud. You can continue All right, so with can I go? whatever you're setting is. Yes, yes, yes. All right. As a joke. <laughs> we have fun here. Yes, very fun. Yeah. Very fun. Mm, uh, you All probably right. don't know what you were going to say anymore, Red. Uh, what's the segment called? Dota Feelings. You talk about Dota feelings. your feelings about Dota and how you've been oh, doing yeah. on your return. Oh, right. yeah, my, my week. Yeah, so, so I decided, the lad that I am, I was like, why don't I just play Lone Druid? Like, I don't like... I mean, he sucks right now. I really don't like some of the stuff they did with him. Yeah. Um... I like a lot of it, but but a lot of it was like not 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 proud approved. Um, but he's still the most fun, and the reason that I think that is because he's the only hero left that like really. I mean, there's others, but he's the he's the main hero that really still feels like an old Dota hero in that he does like one or two things, and he's really bad at like a couple things. Hmm. It's just that the game's progressed a lot, and that's just not good enough anymore. So it feels really torturous to play. Um, but you know what? That's just life. 
True. Yeah, I do agree. Um, you maybe elaborate a bit on your your no. thoughts about you know shards and stuff. Everybody hero, you know the puzzle pieces is what you call. Yeah. It. Okay. So the the reason that the best thing to look at for this is items, and I feel like Dota is still like this, which is why I was gonna slit your throat because you bought an AC on Quap. But I feel like the way that Dota works is it has it's very similar to Brood War, where you have like insanely broken stuff that defines your hero. And then it's like, you know, made okay because there's other stuff that's like not as great. So you'd have a hero like CM and you have, oh, that mana aura is so goddamn insane. But as a result, it's pretty easy to pick her off and deny the team the mana aura. Yep. And her spells themselves aren't that amazing. But they made it so all of her spells are the best. Like just every one of her spells is amazing now. True. Even like Frostbite. Like, people are saying, oh, yeah, to counter uh, Ember Spirit, well, she has Frostbite, so you're okay. Like, that... What? Frostbite is good against Ember Spirit? In what game? He can just get out of... He, what? But but Roots now work on everything. True. For the most part. You can't get out of Roots. Um, yeah, but it used to be just like, oh, yeah, Stormwind just ball lightning out of your root. But anyway, yeah. so, like, so many heroes, they have so many things that have gotten so much better um in so many different ways and it's no longer like okay i'm gonna buy like this item and then this item and then it then i need attack speed and armor and oh ac gives it to me but normally you're like oh what if what if i need attack speed and damage there just isn't an attack speed and damage item you did your build wrong you weren't supposed to set yourself up that you would need attack speed and damage like at the same point in the game you messed up yeah i mean there's no but you know whatever um so I do agree anyway. with this theory, and I definitely uh -huh, also uh -huh. agree with uh, how it applies to Lone Druid. Because, like, what, is, what does the shard do right now? Like, some shards in the game now, they're kind of transformative. Like, Lashrek yeah. shard, I would consider transformative. Uh, Pudge shard, my god, it's transformative, especially on support Pudge. Like, he just eats people. Yeah, well, what, is, what does his one do? So he, eat, he eats people, anymore. like he uses this member on an ally, and then he swallows them. And it's a insanely good save because Pudge is really tanky. And oh, okay. So they gave him Vore. Got it. Yeah, ba they basically gave him Vore. Um, and like it's transformative, right? And the lone Druid shot, I can guarantee you it does something really boring, right? Uh, no. Well, so lone, lone Druid shard is like the attempt to just roll all of the new crap that they give everyone into lone Druid. Mm -hmm. Um so, like, one of the worst things they ever did for Druid was his 25 talent. They took away, um, he used to have an ability in true form called, like, Battle Cry, I think. Yeah, I remember. Um, wait, it's, god damn it. Sorry, this is going to bother me. What, what's Sven's? Is Sven's War Cry? Yes, when's his War Cry? Yeah, so his is Battle Cry. I always get them mixed up anyway. So he used to have Battle Cry, and when he was 25, when you you could get a talent that when you used it, you would you and your bear would be spell immune. Yeah. And it was this like, was the thing oh. that you used to just, you know, get when you used true form before talents were a thing, right? Uh, no. Didn't it make him, like, magic immune? As Only when it was a talent at 25, and you had to give up the spirit bear base attack time, so it only took it about half the time. Right, but, maybe um, I'm it, it just wasn't in the game before that. Because it was like, you know, what am I going to build a BKB for one guy and then my hero dies? Yeah, what? yeah. Yeah. But it, anyway. Um, they took it away. Yeah, so they took that away, and he's really never recovered. I mean, one of many things, but... Um, and so now, like, what, what does Lone Druid do? He's got a bear that walks at you, and that's, a, that's about mm -hmm. it. The Entangle no longer has any interesting interaction. It doesn't go through BKB. It doesn't go, last longer on creeps. It's just yeah. boring. Spirit Link, he heals if his bear is attacking, and then he can fear you away in, like, a very small range on one of his guys, like, within 375 range. Um, and that's it. That's, that's what he does. 
Um, and, and there's two of them, so it's really fun because you get to you know move around a lot. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we got to give him something. He doesn't have a shard. So now Savage Roar, which is an ability you're already using as your disengage or your interrupt, it also gives 20% move speed and 60 attack speed to you and some of your allies within 700. That's kind of boring. And also, and also it dispels you. And also it makes it so the fear happens on both units, which it used to do. Mm. So like you kind of, like you need something. Like you're not going to get BKB on the hero for the most part. It's not like you're gonna buy Manta. Like your yep. bear doesn't even have illusions, I mean, doesn't have stats. But it has a dispel if you buy the shard now. And that's like that's it. You gotta yeah. dispel. I guess it's okay, but I would not call it transformative. I would not call it uh, like Yeah, you know, well that, that's the thing, it's like they, they're trying to make it do too many things because he has so many yeah. things he doesn't do. And so also like, it's your steroid and your His strength. eggs yeah. is like super garbage, also, right? It's the worst thing they've ever done to this hero, and like, it's like I will die hey, on this hill the whole, forever. I mean, to me, I'm not even a lone root player, right? And to me, it screams like the whole interesting concept of having to weave in and out with two heroes of the fight. Like, you just don't have to play the hero properly anymore. Yeah, it's it's like, do you not know how to play lone druid? I boy, do I have the idea. <laughs> you. You're gonna spend. You know this hero that like has gains nothing from his levels. I mean, he gains stats, but like he doesn't change through levels yeah. at all. So the only thing that you have is gold. To like every item you need on druid needs to turn you into a different hero. It needs to give you another way to put them in check. And Ags is four thousand gold of just nothing doesn't do anything everybody knows you just sit your lad in the base and then you play just the bear that's how we use the axe that's how you play laundry i mean that <laughs> apparently so anyway this is the, the axe is if you buy this mm. item on this hero i hate you yes yes so that's all there is to it i would argue here to your okay. grand theory which i think makes sense a lot uh, i also think the you know shards and eggs being in the game it makes uh, a lot of late game carries feel very different in the ultra late game because the the potential max the limit of power that a hero can reach it's gotten way 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 higher in the last three years uh, yeah. I, I think i've talked about this a bit right because sure. you can get a shard you can get an axe you can consume an axe and then also you have two sets of talent talents that you can have you become you can right. become very powerful and some heroes just because how of how they work they benefit from this way way better than others so for example Leshrac, i think he's one of the cases where his level 30 is just busted i played a Leshrac game recently where i was level 30 and had a lot of items i was like six loaded basically i had eaten eggs and I like 4v1 a team twice because they all bought back just because i was level 30 and none of them had reached uh, level 23 yet, uh, level 25 yet, which the game in some of these instances, just because the potential of scaling is so high, it can get weird. But what uh, the point I wanted to make about Lone Druid is that maybe they just haven't applied the concept, like these concepts of shard and eggs properly to Lone Druid. So the eggs, obviously, it needs a rework, right? I think we're... Totally, yeah. I mean, it the concept is just like it's so garbage. I just it's, it's, why. it's like it's like if Tinker's Ags took rearm away, it's like, well, <laughs> what is this hero? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it takes rearm away, but it gives him like five, 50% cooldown reduction or something. Yeah, or like it takes rearm away, but gives him an 800% crit and like sniper's auto attack. Like, what is <laughs> this? Is a different hero then? Like, why am I even doing this? Sure, so the shard maybe needs rearm, but what I would like to see is because of the, the bear, it's like a very special type of unit, right? I think it's the yeah. only type of unit that's in the game mechanic classified as a hero creep. 
Uh, no, golems are uh, the golem also is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, warlock golem. All right, all right. So I mean, yeah, the warlock golem he can't take items though, and so the bear he can't take. So that's what we need to do. He can't take neutrals. So why not give the lone root guy his own eggs and shard, and then the bear he has a different uh, eggs and shard. Yeah. Do you, would you I like mean, that? I, I, well, no. He, the the <laughs> hero needs... So the, the, the issue with the hero is that the hero doesn't have anything through levels. And, like, you just can't do that anymore. Mm. Like, when, when he first came out, like, your bear didn't scale with levels. I mean, not one for but, you know, like, three, three or four years ago, his bear didn't scale with levels or nothing. But the issue is just, like, like look at all of his skills. Which one of these ones do you have to be worried about? Um, like, bear. Summon spirit bear, I guess. But then, like, spirit link, that's not something you're concerned about. Not really. Savage no. Roar. Like, I hope I don't get interrupted on my TP. That's about it. And then, you know, it's the sort of like chess thing that I was talking about earlier when we were t talking, just the two of us, where like heroes have a thing and it forces a reaction, kind of like puts them in check. And then, you know, you, you will react with something that'll put them in check. And then they're on the defensive and they need to cover their stuff. And then, you know, there's just kind of like a back and forth of like, oh, I, I did the bear fear and then i did the rp and then they did the shadow feed fear and then i got like a skewer for three guys and then you know whatever um all those kind of call but like you get it you get an example like lesh and when lesh is lesh is god is all his stuff every time he presses q like that's putting the team in check mm -hmm. if you get stunned and then just anything happens you don't have a bkb or like a manta to get a slow off and then a four staff or something to get out or like you know, one of 800 movement abilities, if you're a hero that's been released in the last three years, like, you, you lose. You lose to less pressing Q every eight seconds or whatever. True. But Druid, you got, like, what, none of his skills do that, you know? And so th because of that, everything is on your items. So if you try to fix Lone Druid by giving him something else to buy, like, I already need Mask like a damage item like Deso and then a basher and an attack speed item that also has to give my bear armor so he doesn't die to three hits from a tier two tower. So like I need like 40k gold mm. to to be on the map period. And that's not even like like none of that you need to be concerned with as long as you have a slow on my bear. Yeah, yeah. Know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does make sense. So how would how would you like them to fix Lundwood then? Um you know, it's the kind of thing where I don't feel like I would want to say anything because if it was good, they might not do it. Oh. That seems like um, a cop out to me. No, no one, offense. One of my ideas, um, but this is more on the, I, I don't know, like I, I, I'm pretty locked in the old way of thinking of Lone Druid. Um, and I, I don't think that I'd honestly be very good for like revamping him in a better way. But like one of the many things that I think would be good is if he got base, like if, if he had stats, but not a primary stat, that way, like if you really wanted a heart for some reason for survivability on him, you could do it. Like you, he wouldn't give him 45 damage, but you could do it. Um, or like you could get a satanic because that's mm. an amazing item, even if you're not a strength hero. And like, it wouldn't be a black hole of stats. You wouldn't be buying a reaver for nothing. Um, so like I if you open like his that. itemization up a little bit go on no i would like that i i'm agreeing with you yeah but that's that's like one thing but i think more than that the bear needs to have an ability i had an idea a while ago for like a hibernate thing because like one of the issues with the bear is if they have just a lot of aoe damage it just like hard counters you even though that's not like oh we specifically drafted aoe damage it's like that's just good to have mm. like being countered by them having good stuff is not so good. the bear um, it has abilities right but they're just all passive 
So it has entangle. Yeah, I mean, it has icons on its plate, right? But there's entangle, which has been completely neutered in the past like four years. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has. Re- you will hate me for Hold this, on. but good riddance. I hated getting entangled, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, then there's uh, recall, which has also been like just annihilated. Yeah, I mean that's barely um, an ability. It's like you know. Yeah, I mean it was it was a fun little trick to play with, but yeah, you're right, not an ability. It's not fucking it's ravage. A, that's it's a, like recall um, from League of Legends, basically. Yeah, and it used to be like a blink, like an actual blink back. That's yeah. super fun. Oh, there's that beeping again. I just ignore it. I'm sure it'll be fine. The truck's having no fun. problem. Yeah, I got a pop filter. What's what's gonna happen? All right, so then. And then he's also got Spirit Link, I guess, which is, you know, his damage heals me, which is nice. And it gets, gets him some attack speed, which is like, mm-hmm. I mean, he needs the attack speed. It's not like Lindrid's a fine hero, but if you skill Spirit Link, he's amazing. It's like, you are, he's balanced around having that. It's not exactly excellent. Um, and then you have Savage Roar, which is, you know, it's, it's good. Savage Roar is great. I love that skill. Yeah. But it doesn't doesn't make a full hero. True, I do agree. And I mean, I think there's precedent for it, this, right? They could, there's Demolish as well. They've done this to Necro. They moved some of his abilities. They moved the region thing uh, into Death Pulse, and then they gave him Ghost Trap. Right. So why not, you know, make Demolish and then Tangle the same thing, and you just give him something new? Maybe a bit weaker? Yeah. The, the only issue is just that, like, where, how do you... Like you would need to be skilling up Lone Druid and skilling up the bear simultaneously. Like if if you I wanted mean, they to could the just make it, actual abilities, they could just make it scale with the bear queue. I guess that's a bit broken because you like get two abilities for one skill point. Yeah, I mean that's, that's sort of what his, what what the bear does anyways. Like it makes his entangle better and, and all that. But the, the way it used to work was like you didn't get entangle until you had three points in bear, mm. and you didn't have. Um, something else until you had like four points in bear. I forget what the what the last one was. Probably the I, I think it was the less magic damage taken. Ah, anyway. okay. That doesn't exist anymore, right? Um, I don't. Uh, it might. I think he still takes a little bit less magic damage, but I mean, it's just now a, so a stat that the bear that has instead of like a spell shield type ability. Yeah, it does. I don't think it has twenty five percent magic resist. Let me see though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it has it has thirty two percent magic resist because of random. the yeah demolish gives him thirty three percent more spell resistance. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So okay. they baked it in. Just make everything into demolish. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's uh, regardless of how many icons you have on the like on his skill plate, it's still going to be the same thing. You know, mm. like I, I feel like he's he's only got three in the first place, so it's not like they're like oh, he's got too many too many icons there. Can't put any more on the bear. It's I mean, it's already an empty fucking plate. True. True. Mm. Anyway, right. I don't know. I'm talking a little bit too much about Lone Druid. Yes, but we should probably this, this move on from the Lone Druid talk. That doesn't have enough stuff but to do. You right? are like, known for this. I don't know. What is you it? are known for this. So, you know, people I, are the classic I, I am crop. known for this to some degree, at least. Um, so, I want to get a bit back to the general talk. You mentioned at the start yeah. uh, that you quit because you weren't having fun anymore, which I think is a super legitimate reason. I think yeah. taking breaks is very healthy for a game like Dota. Uh, but now mm-hmm. I want to ask you, you haven't played that much, right? But have you been having fun? Um, Yeah, actually. I've, I've really been enjoying it. Partially just because I am playing Lone Druid and I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just recognizing that I don't care about how good I am at the game because I feel like I already did everything I wanted to do and now I can just have fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I've, I've only won one game Even, in the past like you know, five or and six. And you're still enjoying it. But yourself. that game was fun. 
That's cool. Sorry, what you say? You're still enjoying yourself. That's not something usual, I think, for Dota players. Enjoying themselves. Yeah, while no, it's it's great. I mean, also just any time I'm playing solo, I'm probably gonna hate everyone on the team. So if we lose, I'm like, well, at least justice was served. True, true, true. Um, yeah. Are you planning to branch out a bit from Lone Druid? Um, yeah, I mean, I was only playing Lone Druid with you guys because I had to play carry, but I'm, I'm probably going to do, like, Arc Warden, uh, Lone Druid, and Tiny as, like, my, my three heroes that I play the most. Um, and I'm probably going to play them in roles that they're not supposed to be in because I'm going to be that, like, stubborn about that it. That guy. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I was so, so, so deeply inspired by, like, the fact that at this point in Dota where every hero can be played basically anywhere, I know that's an exaggeration, but, like, Compared to TI3, there's just no rules anymore. Yeah. And, like, the evolution is instead of Admiral Bulldog playing two heroes as the offlane, now we have a guy who plays three heroes in the offlane, and it's unmanageable. And, like, that's so crazy to me. That's so cool that you can be that good at this one little aspect of this gigantic monolith of a game, and, like, that's you're the best, actually, yeah. if you just are good like, at three. On a lot of heroes, an adjusted build is basically like you're playing another hero, like, three years ago. Yeah. And I'm saying that that is not the case for Lone Druid, and it sucks. Okay, so you want more options on Lone Druid. That's that's one of the things, but it's, I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to, we don't have to keep talking about Lone true, Druid. True. This, is, this applies to a lot of You keep circling back to him, though. It's kind of hard if you talk about Lone Druid. You know, I don't want to just yeah, shut Yeah, I'm just going to keep teasing him and then and then say, no, nah, but we don't have to do okay, that. No. Okay, okay, so, Flip my skirt up a little bit, be like, oh, but I'm not that cute. No, it's fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, I want to give a uh, you know quick update on my weekend order. If you if you okay. don't mind that, so yeah, I, love, I, I reached love 4K it. for the second time. I think like one or two years. Woo! Thank you, thank you. We love this for him. So I was riding the high of beating Arkosh Gaming and Kyle in mid. Um, yeah. And now I'm back down again, but I decided to. So last time I reached 4K, I kept queuing ranked, and then I was back down to like 3800. But now I was smart about it. I only played two games, so now I'm at. 3960 and i will just uh, let it be for a while and not be ranked for a while. yeah so that that makes sense I've, to me. i'm displaying growth basically um we also had a wldl match uh basically just before recording this uh, not basically just like basically yeah basically just before recording this we played against uh four elites plus squid who i would consider the best team in the league and we kind of got crushed two games in a row we got outdrafted and outplayed. I personally wasn't wasn't feeling that hot um, in general. Whose fault was it though? Like, if you had to blame one person uh, on your team, who would it be? First, I, probably me, honestly, because I game besides one. Besides that, I'm, I'm asking you to blame someone. So. I'm asked you asking me to blame someone. Uh, yeah, just pick one. I would probably blame Ursi. Yeah. Yeah, I would blame Ursi because I'm not sure if you know about this, but in the Oh, no, he's bad, I know. No, no, no. I mean, him being bad, <laughs> obviously, I'm sure you know about this. You no, he's great. Enough, Sam's but... probably the best guy on your team. I don't know Toto how she plays. No, totally. Well, as far as I know, Sam's the best. To Toto is definitely the best on our team. Ursi's... Okay. Ursi's... Yeah, I guess she kicked him out of five, so... Yeah, Ursi's, like, top five, I would say. Top five? Yeah, yeah. in our team of five people. Uh, what I was going to say, I'm not sure if you know about this. Maybe you can give some teach some sense to this kid. So, in a game where we played... So, like, this guy, he kept, like, doing weird builds and then, you know, making a funny little clip and laughing about it when we get mad at him. So, he almost right. made us lose a game uh, where we were still undefeated, where he built E-Blade the, on Ursa. 
The E-Blade yeah, incident. Yeah, yeah, there's the E-Blade. Yeah, classic incident. Yeah, so you know about this. Yeah, no, he was FaceTiming me the whole time, and I was like, yeah, definitely do it. You told him to do it? You're lying, dude. No. Yeah. Damn. I lie a lot. You ask my girlfriend. Wow. Are you a manipulator? A gaslighter? No, no, I just lie. All right. So you just lie in an honest <laughs> sense, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, sorry. Go right, on. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to, you know, make sure you're aware. But this, I, on, I, I don't think this is on anybody. Like... We weren't expected to win these games at all. We didn't have a lot of faith in ourselves. Uh, and yeah. we were more competitive than we thought we would be. That's good. But in the end, was it really close? I don't think so. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's close. You know, Arian, one time when we got knocked out of uh, the open qualifiers for TI, I was talking to a prominent Dota personality... And then we were talking about the TI qualifiers, and then when they asked, "Oh, who who knocked?" We were just talking about how we got knocked out, and I said, "Yeah, it was Pizza Dad and uh, uh, in in Monkeys Forever. Their team knocked us out." And they're like, "Oh, okay, you actually got knocked out by like good players. So if you lose to good players, someone might be like, oh, that's cool.' So I can do. I say, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, you did. You did good. That's fair. Monkeys Forever. He was actually on Aquash. He's on Aquash now. Yeah, so you beat him, so you're better than me at yes, that point. It is true. I mean... And Sam. He was on that team. We lost to them, too. Oh, wait. Which Sam? Bulba? My Sam. You lost to his team? Pers- no, no, no. I was on the team with oh, Arsenity, okay, and we okay, lost okay, to the Monkeys okay. forever. I mean, I knew that I was better, better than Arsenity. I'm not sure if I'm better than... Actually, you, you're probably washed now, right? At this point, yeah. Before, I was way better than you. It's not even close. Mm, yeah, but I will say you had worse mentals. You were more tiltable, tiltable than I was. I was an unti- I am an untiltable mountain. I rarely probably. Tilt. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm a slant. True. Proud. Are there any more Dota thoughts that you want to share with the We Like Dota listeners? With the We Like Dota listeners? Yes. Um, you know this is going up on We Like Dota, right? Ah, uh, you're on my podcast. Oh, I'm not on your podcast. Oh, I always forget. Baited. I always, I always forget. Um. Uh, let's see. I don't. I don't know. There, there's a lot of stuff, but not enough has, has been. Uh, not enough. Not enough of it has congealed mm. into a into a digestible form. If those are good visuals for you. So maybe just tell. I mean, this segment is called Dona Feelings. You can just tell us your feelings, and they don't have to make sense. <sighs> there's too much stuff. All right. Like there's just too much stuff. It's like it's gotten to a point where I do think that it's an unintelligible game. And this is a bit of a boomer thing. We're like, back in my day, it was better than it was before. But, like, I, I really do like when things are, like, very specific in what they do. And, like, the mark of a good Dota strategist is, like, you fit together, like, the perfect A-team of misfits. You know, it's like putting together a Suicide Squad, but, like, having it be good. Mm. You know, you got to get, like, this guy is just an idiot and he sucks and he's shitty at everything. Except for this one thing, and if I slot him in here, my weird-ass team actually works perfectly and everything runs great and it's beautiful. Like, turning just a mess of crap into just a Rube Goldberg machine of just beauty, like, that's what Dota is about to me. But there's a lot of this stuff where, like, there's a hoodwink and then she ropes y'all together and then Gleipnir happens. Why is that even a set of sounds my mouth has to make? Gleipnir. That's a, I mean, well, I do agree. It's kind of a bad name for an item. It's also just a bad yeah, idea I mean, for an item. Like, the the thing that makes me attack good should not also be, like, 
Underlords only crowd control. Yeah, I agree. I like, think that's too much. Crafting has changed from like building something with building blocks to like forming something out of clay almost. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like th- th- there's not a perfect way to phrase it, but like in six months we'll come up with it. Yeah. And then the building we'll blocks say, have oh, that become sucks. more malleable and formable yeah. to adjustable no, you're, 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 to like, what you need in this specific it, moment. A while ago, there was a segment that I uh, proposed to, on on Fourth Spirit that they, they, they did, and I I mean I I liked what they did with it. Um, but um, I'm trying to think exactly what I was saying with that. Yeah, so the in TI like when we had under or not underwood undying that absolutely just annihilated Magnus by like oh if I put this down the the tombstone down this is a blink counter oh my god this is insane yeah. there's just no way that we can get initiated on it or have this right. So I feel like Dota went from being a lot of, like, you plan, oh, am I going to have more team fight on my team? I'm going to have more pickoff. Am I going to have, like, you know, more late game or whatever? Like, there's those kind of, like, general things. And then, like, small things can, like, oh, yeah, I did, you know, like, strong laning or whatever. But it also happens that, like, my strong laners both are good at pushing towers. And now my team is, like, a good good laning team that also has tower pressure. Yeah. And that was, like, that was that was your strategy. But now I think it's a lot more of, like, you just draft a bunch of heroes and, like, hopefully you've covered scouting and you've covered Roche control and you've covered all this other stuff while you were trying to cover, like, oh, do we have enough catch? Do we have enough, like, team fight and all that sort of stuff? I, uh, I feel like there's heroes just, like, another layer. Good against, you know, the enemy heroes in terms of, you know, physical yeah. or magic damage or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just, like, there's all the old stuff you had to be good at, but now there's, like, another layer. And I think it gets to the point where instead of, like, that just means it's more complicated and you need to be better. It's, like, I think it just starts to get to the point where there's too much stuff for a human to really be, like, thinking about at all times. And, like, maybe at the TI top level you can keep all that stuff in mind. But I feel like a lot of drafts now, they just kind of, like, result in things that neither team was predicting at all. Like, I've... I'd, I don't think there's many teams that draft Lesh um, in, in like a pub sense that are like, yeah, we have like a hour and 20 minute timing because we have Lesh. Like that'll just probably happen yeah. when you're playing Lesh. You'd be like, huh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Thank you for your thoughts. Okay. Paul. Incidental strategies, I think, are are an avalanche and they just keep coming out. Mm. And it's like, the, I, no one's really doing this on purpose. It's just um, happening. I think uh, if you're not like invested and constantly reading like catching up on the patch and meta developments and stuff you kind of will get left behind at some point you know dota right now it feels like a train and it keeps speeding up and if you missed it it's hard to get back on yeah i mean my 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 only counter that is i just don't i don't think that anyone's on it i think maybe there's like five drafters period that are on it but most people on most teams yes like, we are all during ti draft analysis like they wouldn't talk about what was going on until the game had already happened and then they're like oh yeah all this stuff that's that's why it happens like i don't we know are... man there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened so... and there's no way you thought of all of how it. about this adjustment we are all okay. varying degrees of off the train but the farther yes. you are off the train uh the harder it is to get back yeah sure yeah I mean, ab- ab- absolutely true yes. and I, I just think that it's at a point where like even if you're really good you're not on the train even if you think you are yeah 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 cool all right um i guess this cool. this, this wraps it for dota feelings uh, do you want to get into the news pro yeah let's get into the news <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entry. 
All right, Proud. So I know you probably don't know anything about this, but I wanted to talk a bit about the EU DPC because it's something I okay. personally care about. Makes Firstly, sense. I want to say I love being right. I do love being right. And I am right again. Uh, on last week's podcast or the week before that, I did predict uh-huh. that it was Tundra that will be very strong because everybody, you know, uh, they they have new they have new rosters. It was a very big roster shuffle in EU, uh, and they didn't change the roster. They narrowly missed TI qualification last year and uh, last season. I mean, and now you know, they're back strong and ever. They absolutely embarrassed Alliance, who I predicted would be the worst team in the league, and it seems like yeah. so far they are. So game two, there was a game they lost in twenty two minutes. They got one kill proud. Oh yeah, that's not great. It's not great. I I get way more kills than that. True, you are better than Alliance. It seems like. Uh, and then also, I want to mention the 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 new OG draft. They like drafted a bunch of unknowns. They drafted, I guess, Tiger. People know him. He's from Liquid. Uh, yeah. But the rest of them, I don't think anybody knows. Yugari, BZM, Misha, or a motherfucker. Oh, I used to be on a team with them. <laughs> sure, sure, good one. Uh, yeah, they're, they're looking good. They beat Secret, who in turn beat Alliance. And, dude, Team Nygma, they're so weird. They, like, keep announcing, oh, this player, he's going to be gone for the next three weeks. And they just refuse to elaborate further. And they announced that Miracle, who I think the team is built around still, you know, he's just not going to be yeah. there for the next, like, two weeks or something. Uh yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Miracle should take a page out of Anna's book and just, like, not play until TI's four months yeah, so I mean, he's basically ready? doing that. He loves taking, like, random-ass breaks. Okay, that's good. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I also want to, you know, as sad as I am for Team Nygma, I want to give a shout-out to probably the We Like Dota podcast favorite player, Celery. You know that guy? Uh, of course. You do? Don't act like you know yeah. him. Yeah. What, what team is he on again? I, I'm sorry. So I he was on Viking.gg, but they disbanded. Yeah. But he got to keep the yeah. slot, actually, which is pretty cool. So now he's on Team Ticket. And... He has a very cool Instagram account where he shares his entirely vegan recipes. Wait, team, team what? Team Tickled. T- oh, yeah. Oh, that team. Okay, I was like, that was the one team I wasn't looking at. I yep. see. There so, he is. Good old Celery. Yeah, yeah. He's With a an S, too. He's okay. a entirely... Yeah, this is, he's my favorite. He's an entirely plant-based Dota player, and he has a cool Instagram account where you can look up his, you know, oh, that's, recipe. That's great. Yeah. And he's on the team with a German named Tofu, which I think is just, you know, a natural match. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the and someone named Boom in case they want to yeah. do like an attack. Hot take though, that guy's kind of bad. I think he's very throwing. Yeah, I was gonna say he loves throwing. Yeah, Miroslav and I'm not not a big fan. Not a not a big fan of Boom. Yeah, just because he's not good. Yeah, true, true. He's kind of trash. Um, yeah, that's pretty much Don't it. Don't I said that though. He seems like a fun. No, guy. no, I won't tell him. It's been a long time, I think, since I got to interview okay. him. Uh, actually not that long, like last year. Anyway, another thing I want to talk about is we, I think we talked about this, but it didn't end up making it into the podcast because the situation was still developing. Uh, so now I do want to get into this. Uh, there was this situation where a team, they disbanded uh, in the NADPC lower division, I believe. And the manager, I think it was EE's old team uh, that disbanded. And the manager of their team, 
he basically decided to you know uh, take the slot for himself so he just registered himself plus four people who are like legend uh, legend players and people they did get very mad at them uh, people got very upset reddit got very upset which you know obviously you should uh, lend a lot of credibility to um and at this point they're not playing anymore because this is where i think i'm not sure if i believe the story so the guy uh he was the manager of the overwatch team san francisco shock and he was very credibly accused of uh, sexual sexual assault and according to his teammates they didn't know about this which I kind of don't believe because, like, you just have to Google this guy once, and it's like the first thing that comes up. And like, yeah, if I'm playing on a team with somebody, I would Google them if I didn't know them before. You know, dude. Yeah, that's, sorry, keep going. Like, it just seems super fake to me that they they didn't know uh, about him. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just say the fucking this makes just fucking uh, the like Richard Lewis guy used to work for the Nazi magazine, and he's like, oh, I just didn't know. And it's like you are. Telling me that you're an amazing investigative reporter. You didn't know you work for fucking Nazis. Yeah, Are you fucking it's stupid? Very weird. Shut up. Um, cool. Yeah. So you, uh, we like Dota will get blocked by him on Twitter. Like eighty percent for the eighth time. Eighty percent of the Twitter space. Uh, he's blocked me, and I've never even like talked to him or responded to him. Yeah. I, I think I just made on the block list. Anyway, um, I do want to discuss this though on the merits of if you think it's fun or cool or even something that should be done to just have a bunch of legend players compete in the division two of the nadpc yeah um sorry was that an invitation for me to talk yes it was oh great okay that's i'm very excitable right now i haven't done a podcast in a while i'm not sure if you've noticed Mm, um no anyway a pro like i I think that making it apparent that Valve is not interested in running this well, if it's any inconvenience to them, is good. I think that the Dota community deserves acknowledgement or just non-absentee parents, if we're going to have to have parents. Hmm. Um, And fucking with the system that is not set up for, like, growth or for just anything is, is good. Um, I think that is generally, if you're going to have the option to do it, your option is to not do it, which that, what does that accomplish? Nothing. And they would, what, just like wait for like another group to register or something for division two. Would would that be what happens? I'm not exactly clear what would have happened if they didn't do this. Uh, I mean, the, the manager, he could just like build a different team, but it's not like the slot just like gets given out. Like it only. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's all on this like manager who's, you know, unelected and unaccountable or whatever. Um, so, th- but yeah, I mean, if you just, if you're just going to give the slot to like this guy and he can just kind of do whatever with it, then that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't, I also don't get the argument that people made for like, oh, they're stealing slots from a team that would have qualified. Like the only reason why it happened this way now, where there was actually another qualifier with a slot because they did this and then they just dropped it. But in the normal situation, he just picks five random people and they play were like slightly yeah and like puts like a random stack together i guess i don't know i mean like i i just like i don't i feel like this guy just didn't want to do to do this or to like manage a dota team because if he did he would have he just wanted to play you know so it's he's he's like i don't give a shit fuck this which is you know that's a a position that a person is able to have and often does have so i don't know i mean 
you make a bed, you lay in it, I guess. If you were, and that's what happened. If you were given the opportunity to do this, would you do it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm, I'm not sure if I would. Like th- those games weren't fun, right? Like I would just get stomped. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, I think that I might, but overall, like you know that it's there's just going to be a whole bunch of bullshit people talking about it, and it's not going to help you in any way. So maybe not, but. I don't know, like if I was in the position to play in DPC with whoever I wanted, yeah, I'd do it. Hmm. Sure. True, true. I, I do agree. Even though I would get stumped, I'd probably do it in the end. Um, all right. Yeah, I'd probably win. Sure, dude. Uh, you haven't... I'm good at Druid. You have not... If they banned Druid, I'd be proud. fucked, though. I'd be, you have not no. beaten uh, Division 1 in a DPC team. I have. So, you know, just wanted to mention Oh, that. no, that's a fair point, Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Uh, all right. That's the news, short news segment. Uh, we have a ton of Noobs Up Snoops questions, and I know you love talking, so this kind of seemed like a natural match to me. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> this guy's going into yeah. goblin mode as soon as he hears about questions. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war! All right, what's the question? All right, first, you do have the show notes as well, right? You can just read them. But don't read them, actually. Yeah, no, no, I, I, need, I, want, I want your natural reaction. Don't read them, actually. Yeah, I'm not going to read anything. Actually. First question by Dora Legistoyeur. Should more okay. abilities be converted from percent chance to proccing predictably, predictably like Slada's Bash? Um, no. No. Um, I do you remember Arian? We we played a, we played a game recently where I said my next hit's gonna be a root, and then it was. Yes, I do remember. And then I screamed so loud that I killed my neighbors. True, they are dead. That's why the that's and why the like so they... drive like the car was backing up and had to you know get the bodies out. Yeah, but so if it wasn't, then that wouldn't have happened, and I'd still have neighbors. So. True. I don't know. You do the move. You, do, you do simply math. sell the house. You do the move. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, there's there there are arguments for it and against it, and like, yeah, the whole like, oh, if it's random, it's not skill. Like, yeah, but also if it's not random, then you can strategize around it. Then you have to balance it differently, and it's you yeah, know, whatever. I think it's fine um, for Slaughter Bash because he didn't have a lot of attack speed. Uh, but for like agility heroes, we have one billion attacks anyway. Like, it does average out. Just imagine if PA had like every f- four or every six hits was <laughs> oh, a boy. crit. Like, can you imagine how many daggers would be annihilating your face? And the answer to that is, well, then you would just make them not yeah, that strong. It's just, well, what? Then PA isn't PA anymore. Shut up. A, what are you talking it's about? It's a good idea, but there's too many variables to, I think, balance that for a lot of heroes. PA is actually a really well, good example. One, one idea I did have for Druid was um, You're like, talking about if Druid, a Druid again. attack and a bear attack happened like after each other, then it would like. You know, you, like if you did that like three times, then it, an entangle would happen. But uh, upon reflection, that was not a good idea. So, like, if you hit three times and your bear hits three times, you get a guaranteed entangle. Yeah, I mean, I, I was trying to come up with ways that the bear uh, and lone, like to encourage bear and lone druid like fighting mm. at the same time, and then one strategy where the bear is like where the bear is fighting and lone druid is playing keep away. They could give it like um, a like a jingu counter with like six charges, and they can both fill. Yeah, it. that 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 was the idea, but. Um, it was it, it was like way too clunky and way too complicated for just like getting entangled to proc. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, good point. But I yeah, like I, I feel like uh, uh, for, from a Dota design standpoint, they really, really don't like doing like weirdly overcomplicated stuff to get things to happen. Yeah. So like Slardar doing several attacks to get a bash, that's okay because it's a Slardar thing, but they don't want that to just be like how Dota is played where you just look at your counters all the time and do all that yeah. shit. All right. Uh, next question by Strilling7, friend of the show, host of the show. What item is plus 500 MMR to buy? And what item is minus 500 MMR to buy? No consumables. Okay. Bust me 500. What, what, do you, what do you think? I don't really play this game. So plus 500 MMR to buy, uh, it's definitely BKB. BKB, like, ev yeah. since the, like, some things change and some things don't change. And BKB being the, six seconds. Yeah, BKB being the I win item uh, has not changed ever since the beginning of Dota. And because things get more crazy, BKB gets stronger. I, I, I have a, I have a little thing to add. I think that getting BKB on non one and two position heroes is a plus five hundred MMR True. thing to do. Getting BKB on one and two heroes is like two two hundred two fifty because like you're already probably doing yeah. that. And if not, then I guess it is five hundred. But like like getting BKB like after blink dagger on a lot of threes just completely changes the game. Yeah, good and point. like they have to use the BKB piercing things on you instead of the carry. If they have them, just, that's different. Yeah, if, if they Which... have it. But yeah, like uh. When when people started really following, like, oh, Doom, you get phase boots and then, like, Blinker Shadow Blade and then a BKB. Like, you just, you get it. And, like, oh, wow, now Doom's amazing. Actually, if he's magic immune and very big, if he's very big, he's very big. Mm -hmm. Watch out. So, be big. Proud, what yeah. item is minus 500 MMR? Uh... Ghost Scepter? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, e, e Blade. E Blade? True. I, I do legitimately, I, I would say E-Blade for sure. Like, I even think on on Morphling, like, I feel like my biggest issue with Morphling is I always am just like, I gotta get my E-Blade. But, like, the scary Morphlings just have, like, Manta, Manta and Scotty. Yeah. And you're like, ah, this is too strong. I do like... He just, he auto-attacks for E-Blade. I do like E-Blade as an answer here, but I think Wind Waker also qualifies. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't classify that as an item. <laughs> True, it's a meme. Uh, next question by the Plaid Pirate. I had a oh, the, the e, e blade was also a dig at Sam. Just so yeah, yeah, about I know. Uh, fuck you, okay. I had a dream the other night. Uh, this is the question by another Sam, the Plaid Pirate. I had a dream the other yeah. night that consisted entirely of entering the grocery store, purchasing double stuffed Oreos, and enjoying that beautiful feeling of peeling back the weird ass Oreo wrapping system. What is your favorite mm -hmm. item that can be found in the snack aisle? What is preventing Oreos from moving to the Ritz model of packaging? Individually wrapped, sleeved would definitely improve freshness and reduce the pressure that you feel by opening the whole pack. All right, I have a lot of questions here because I'm not American. Mm -hmm. um, first yeah. of all, what are double stuffed Oreos? It's double the cream, so cream thickness. Okay, times so it's two. not like uh, the difference between like a hamburger and uh, what's that like the McDonald's thing where there's, there's a bun in between. Yeah, no, it's, okay, it's not okay. that. And then, what is the Ritz model of packaging? The Ritz model of packaging is just like a tube of plastic with crackers just stacked all the way up. Okay, that's cool. Uh, and then, what is weird about the Oreo packaging? Um, You get like a big, crinkly, like plastic guy that's got like kind of little slots that they yeah, that they're yeah. in. it's kind of like um, i know that actually. it's kind of like poker chips like mm -hmm. how poker chips come in packaging but just like if they had little slots so instead of just like a, a straight i have row. a good answer to this question actually in germany 
Okay. There is uh there is packaging like he's describing for Ritz, which I don't know what that is, but there is packaging like this mm-hmm. for Oreos. We have the Prinzenrolle in Germany, which is a very famous mm-hmm. thing. It's similar in uh, mechanics to Oreos, but the like bun part, it's just like a normal you know, a normal cookie. And then it's a uh, uh-huh. chocolate paste in between and stuff like whatever they mm-hmm. put in Oreos. Okay. And okay. and that's very famous for that type of packaging. But Oreos do have it as well Super in famous. Germany. Yeah. So yeah, uh, okay. you just import them from Germany is my answer. Okay. What is your answer? All right, from? so now we need to figure out what items are in the snack aisle. Uh, oh, what is my favorite item in the snack aisle? Uh, I can't. I I already gave this answer, but it's definitely juice bears. They're so amazing. Somebody from the podcast, he actually he ordered juice bears. Wait, it's it's what? juice bears. You know Haribo, Haribo gold bears. I, you know those, right? No, he was he was asking what your favorite item in this, as in like what Dota item would be in the snack aisle. I think. No, I'm assuming that this no, question had no, something no. to do. No, with it Dota doesn't. Too. It doesn't. It's okay. Well. well, my answer to that is gem of true sight. No, I mean yeah, but. You should answer it in terms of the real snack aisle. This is not a Dota question. I'm here to talk about Dota no. 2. I command you to name your favorite snack in the snack aisle. Uh, the snack aisle? I don't know. Sun chips. Next question. Right, cool. I like sun chips. Uh, next question by Alphard. Which are the best heroes to pick up? To pick to up your... You need to work on your phrasing, my friend. Which are the best heroes to pick up? Sick. Your voice lines slash tipping game i will say oracle because he has the voice line i want to die which i think is the best voice line in the game yeah i'm not sure if that ups your game so much as it like gives you a lot of like knowing winks to the audience of just like look how terrible my game's going but i feel like up your game is like something's gonna help you win Mm. and that'd be something that tilts people anything that techie says yeah i guess i don't know i mean i i I don't i don't have like voice lines and stuff for the most part I never select my Dota Plus. Dota. Are you a Dota Plus quests. subscriber? I, I gave it another Damn, month. That's cool. Just because I like stats, but I, I I always forget to do the quests and all that, and I never look at them and whatever. Yeah. All right, all right. I also I I do generally kind of just like hate all the voice lines that are happening everywhere all the time. Like during TI, I just I hate that shit, man. Just fair, just, fair. Please just stop. Uh, another question. This says A to K, but it's actually from Yul Draven. How does one deal with a bounty hunter on the other team? I've just had three games, two as an ally and one against. In all three games, bounty hunter just stayed slate. Dealing with Invisible is, is a huge pain anyway, constantly buying wards that will eventually run out. How do I make sure an enemy bounty hunter has a bad game? And how do I make sure my ally bounty hunter has a good game? Mm. For the latter part of this question, I would say... Pick heroes who benefit from having vision of the enemy team. So that's either heroes who are squishy but have good jump potential, like Quop, and then there's stuff like Tinker, for example, that really benefits uh, from having vision of the enemy. Is uh, is Bounty Hunter like? Is he crushing heads? Like, is he punching people in the in, in the dick anymore? Is that is that mm, is that what they're doing? Or is it just not like that I'm much? Honestly, because he's scouting. Us? Uh, he is a punch-ish guy, but he's not as fast anymore. So. He is killable, I would say. Okay. But I just, I mean, like, is, is this, am I expecting him to be like, there's all these three in one position bounty no, hunters? No, no. Or that's like, not, one position bounty hunter, bound, bounty hunter doesn't exist anymore. Three sometimes, but mostly four. 
Yeah, I mean, things exist at a lot of skill levels. Like, Bounty Hunter 1 didn't exist really at any point yeah. in my yeah. games, but it did in other people's true, games. True, fair point. Yeah. Um, but I, I would... It sounds to me like the root of the issue is that every single Sentry Ward has not been purchased at every second of the game. And yes. that's a mistake. Honestly, as a support, there's no excuse anymore for not buying all the sentries. You have so much gold, dude. Back back when I enjoyed support, they were limited sentries and they were 100 gold. And you know what I did? I bought all of them. You said, there's no limit. Well, I didn't have any more gold. I had brown boots. Maybe I'd finish a wand and I had sentries. And I won every fucking game. Every single one. 10,000 MMR you every won game. won every game because you bought every sentry. And now they made them 50 gold and made them limited and you don't have them out of stock? What is wrong with right, you? Please, Buy please them. don't flame the Buy people them. asking questions. That's a bit mean. We, we love you, Raven. Raven's a cool guy. You're a bit mean. No, I, I have you hung out with him in person? Uh, no, but Jim has. Oh, have you hung out with him in no, person? No, but Jim has. Oh, and I but, trust oh, Jim's you're, you're judgment. Gonna, you're going to tell me how to talk to my friend? Wait, have you hung but out with him in person? Seen? Don't lie. Yes! Um, are you? We went... To the there was like a weird vending machine that sold ice all right, cream all right, for some next reason question. in just this the weirdest is, room. I'm, and it I'm talking didn't to an unserious person. I'm just gonna go to the next question. Next question. Okay, but I mean we we have hung out, you know, like I'm friends with Raven. No. Next question. I'm not joking. You are not joking. All right, elaborate then. No, this I'm serious. Like no, he's hung out with Sam too. My my Sam. Yes, Mercy. I don't believe you're telling the truth, Paul. You can't. I will ask Raven. I, I will. I'll ask Raven. Yeah, I mean, f- f- feel yeah, free. Sure, sure. And then you have to give me fifty bucks. Fifty bucks? No, yes. I don't have enough money to give you fifty bucks. All right, thirty euros. That's more than fifty bucks. Okay. No, it's not. It's not. I'm kidding. It's not that bad. But still, we have right. the strong currency. Anyway, buy, buy buy centuries. Really, just like every century, everywhere. Just think where it would be really shitty if a uh, bounty hunter popped up, and then put a century there. And then just always do that forever. True. I don't care if you're a core, buy all the sentries. Simply play better and win the game. Next question. Is by the Zoo Hired 46. How do you know when to initiate and when to fight? I'm really trying to learn offlane Legion and Slaughter. I also like Bristleback, but it's not good dispatch. And Clive MMR this December. Usually a support player. Mm, the number one consideration you should make is the relative position of your team and the enemy's team and vision most importantly that's that's my answer so if the enemy team has heroes across the map and you outnumber them then it's a good uh good idea to initiate and if you have vision then it's an even better idea and to initiate if you you know if you are outnumbered it's a bad idea and you also need to consider towers so if you're initiating in front of an enemy tower, they can simply TP and outnumber you, even though you outnumber them at the start of the fight. Uh, so yeah. don't do that. Yeah, I, I would say, like, there's obviously there's no just like do it like this. You yeah, win TI. Yeah, it's all relative. But yeah, like the, the the biggest thing I think if you're like generally just like I'm not sure how to how to do this is. Um, Always make sure that you have a step two. Like a good initiation is not a good initiation. Like, yeah, you can get a four-man black hole or a five-man ravage, but if there's no follow-up, no one's going to die. So a good initiation is one where you know what the step two is going to be, and it's not going to be their response. If step two is the next thing your team does, that's a good initiation. If step two is what they do, that's a bad initiation. So just make sure that there's a follow-up before you do it. And that's like, that's step one. And once you're there, start getting more complicated with it. Yeah, so good point. Uh... Next question, also by the Zoo Hired 46. 
when to buy blade mail and when to buy armlet on legion if the enemy has a lot of right clickers you buy blade mail and if the enemies has spellcasters who you yourself can do a lot of damage to you buy armlet it's that easy right yeah, but I, I would think so. I mean, I feel, I feel like Blade Mail, you get most games, right? Like, just at some mm. point. All right. Uh, next question by Alphard. Okay. Only three questions more. We're almost done, Proud. Don't worry. I hope, you're, I hope your stamina is not running out. Yeah, I'm rethinking this podcast. Sweating. Thing. Uh, how important are cosmetics to winning? Like in Wolfenstein, enemy territory, players, I don't know that game, players complained about a gun having a better win rate than another, and it was revealed that they are same DPS, same fire rate, they just sounded different, and the players played notably better with the sound they liked more. Which cosmetics do I need to feel good and play better? So you are answering your own question here already, right? Like, you acknowledge that cosmetics, they cannot give you a better, you know, win rate by themselves, no, but that's... it's just how they make you feel. It's a placebo effect. Uh no, well, that's well, yeah. I mean, a placebo effect that works. Yes, yes. I mean, that's yeah. So that's you, the definition of like a placebo things... effect, right? It does work. Yeah, but he didn't answer his own question because he's looking for an yes, answer. Yes. So I mean, so what is what it's is relative it? to the cosmetics that you like? I feel like so for me, it's something like a Wind Ranger Arcana or the the cool set on Void Spirit or you know the the. No, no, no. I, 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 I think you're answering this. I think you're answering. This. I think you're bad at podcasting. All right, Mario. my That's apologies. All right, right, go now. ahead. There, go there ahead. are some items that Prove do me change the way that things like happen. Yeah, like axes immortal that gives you a little circle around him when he calls. That's going to be a great one to have when you're starting out on axe. Like it doesn't change anything about the skill, but it makes you learning makes learning axe like happen faster. Um, personally, I like PA's. Uh, she has a scythe. Oh, I love that, that one. Like a line put it. out. It's so much easier to last hit with than any other cosmetic. Really? It's so much it's bigger. More, like you oh, can see the arc of its swing. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, like I, I love that. And like when B started playing PA, I like gifted it to her. So I'm like, use this. It's much easier. And I, I don't know if she felt similarly, but like, you know, there, there's cosmetics mm, like that. I do agree. I feel like it's a bit that way with CSing specifically with Dragonite Persona. I think his his swings are a bit more telegraphed. Uh, Oh, yeah, do you think yeah. it's easier in terms with the persona? of cosmetics that make me feel good, uh, I want to give a special shout out to the Tusk item, Whiskey the Stout Artifact. It's a penguin mm -hmm. that does like when you throw shards, it goes like, oh, yeah, there's a little belly. It is with it. so That's cute. Fun. And I treated myself yeah. this cosmetic to this cosmetic ever since I got rich on Steam. I will actually, I will put the noise here. And I've been I've been winning three Tusk games in a row just because it's so good. This is great news. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Whiskey, the stout artifact. Yeah, he's cool. Cute. Yeah, question answered. Uh, next question by Rad Dan. As a carry, how do I know when I'm strong and when I'm strong enough to win? I know when I'm strong. I've got BKB and one or two damage items, and that's when I'm safe to take fights and all. But when it comes to the call of pushing mid-rags or going for Roshan, I know this is mostly situational, but it happened so many times that we could have ended the game at a certain power spike, but ended up stalling and losing a fight that cost us a lot or even the game. I feel like trying to end games as quick as possible is practically feeding when trying to force fights when I'm strong. Um, man, that's a hard question. I, I would say, I mean, there's, there's like levels of it, of course, but I'd say you're strong in a like I can high ground way when you're at a point where if you get caught, you feel like you can still win the fight. 
Like if you get initiated on and you can still do your thing, I think that's when you're strong. I think mm. you're medium to weak when like if they see you, you, you die. And that's not like that. That's that's a normal state to be in in Dota. In Dota, if, if guys know where you are, you're dead. Like, don't don't dox my hero. If you do that, I'm gonna yeah, die. Yeah. Um, but if if you can get doxed and it doesn't matter, that's when you know you're strong. True. And maybe you can also think in terms of it. Uh, if like if you got team wiped in the next team fight, how bad would the game be? If yeah, like you could probably if you have a sixty percent winning like chance of winning the next team fight because of how strong you are. But if you lose the team fight, you're like in a bad spot. Maybe just farm a bit more. Yeah, the the only like skill in Dota is just the number of like situations you've been in, kind of similar to like how many you know like openings or you know like movement progressions you know in chess. So just like try to harken back to every memory of Dota you have of that similar situation and be like, how many different ways has this gone wrong in my life and how many of them am I about to experience if I start thinking I'm mm. strong? Um, and that's like, I don't know. I know like, there's no real answer to these questions that's like universal, but I think it's a, it's a good yeah, start. it is, it is. Cool. Uh, last question, I will... Also, when you have BKB. Yes, BKB, the plus 500 MMI item, the, the I win item. The, the, the other main thing as a carry is like you, you often... So what, what makes a carry is their ability to exert the power they get from farm uh, almost guaranteed. Um, and you look at that in like uh, Juggernaut is essentially a carry pretty much just because of Omni Slash because it's a button he presses and his farm happens. It happens to the enemy team. Sniper, good example. I mean, he's not a one position, but, you know, he has enough range that when he presses his button, which is the right click, it happens. Luna, you know, like BKBs, presses R, and then all the glaives bounce everywhere. So, like, what makes a carry is your, your thing will happen guaranteed. So the reason that I say if you get found... And you can still do your thing is that if you're at a point where no matter what, you're sure you can do your thing, you're strong. Mm. That's, that's, that's why like that. Monkey King needs a lot of farm, for example, because. Right. But, but like Monkey King, great example. If you don't die and you press yes, R. You're very good. Or, but you, know, you, you need press to be farmed enough R, to do that. And if you don't do it, it's disastrous. You don't do your thing. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, last question. This one's a very short one. Is Drow an unintuitive TA counter if she takes away two to three hits, depending on marksmanship's procs? I would say yes, and I would even call her an intuitive TA counter, because TA is a ranged hero, and Drow has a lot of armor, and TA is entirely physical. If you have, like, 50 armor from range, you don't even care if, like, your armor's reduced. Yeah. Yeah, TA is probably, like, just out of range to be canceling marksmanship. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, 400 range. Eh, I don't know. T like, if TA blinks on you, she's probably going to be within that 400. But, I mean, yes, you know, if you force that value, she'll be stuff, fine. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. That was the show. Uh, thank Great. you, Proud. You, do you have any shout-outs? Do you want to shout-out uh, your your old podcast? Shout-out Lone Druid. Shout-out to Lone Druid. All right. That's... I hope that they fix you in the next two weeks. Because if they don't, it's Supposedly, that's going to be a patch. Yeah, I just don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I mean, I don't think Lone Druid is big on anybody's mind right now. If I'm, if I have to be quite honest, um, this yeah, guy is falling into despair. Yeah. All right. Um, as yeah, I said, thank you, Proud, for being on the episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my shoutouts. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Arian underscore to Harry. Follow at We Like Dota. Visit our website. There you can access our Patreon, which you should subscribe to. And you can access our Discord server, which is a very nice place. Follow the We Like Dota League at wldleague.us and our respective Discord channels. 
and have a nice evening. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, everybody.